Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the World of Wellness podcast. I'm your grateful host, Megan. So happy to be here always, always, always. We just came off a fabulous weekend. Um, I went to a workshop with Paul Check and Paul Chick and Paul Check and my brain is the like pioneer of holistic health. He's been very progressive and controversial on the things that he says because they're way off of the status quo, but he really is an expert and pioneer of holistic health and um, corrective exercise program design and stress management in a holistic way. And I got the opportunity to do a workshop at his home in Southern California. And that was just so eye-opening and inspiring and enlightening. And I'm very excited to be able to share some of the tips that I learned with you and some of the things that I learned um, here shortly and integrate them. Um, Second, my students and clients, I'm very, very proud of, they have all taken the initiative to go on a 30 day, 10 pound weight loss challenge. And I wanted to do this podcast today to help give them, you and everybody else, some tips for losing 10 pounds, because I think sometimes we get off track a little bit and though we know, we know what to do, but we just can't do it. So I'm here today to provide some value and help you get back on track and hopefully inspire you. And if you want some accountability with weight loss challenge, I'm here. It's my job. It's my My pride and joy to help people get them where they want to go. So without further ado, weight loss tips here in a holistic manner and why. So the first tip for you is drink water. The standard is drinking half of your body weight in ounces. So if you weigh 160 pounds, having 80 ounces of water, I typically fill up a gallon of water and just drink that throughout the day. So I literally fill up a a plastic gallon from my filter every night so that I have it in the morning. And that's what I know I need to drink for the day. Um, Water not only helps flush out toxins, but it helps keep you full longer. So after you eat, if you think you're still hungry, um, drink water. And if you do feel like you're hungry, try drinking water first because our body doesn't know the difference between a hunger pang or a thirst pang. So try that before you go and eat more food and get more calories in your body, drink water. Um, water is also vital to our entire body function. Our bones are 31% water. Our blood plasma is 92% water. Um, our brain, lungs, liver, kidneys are all made up about 65 to 85% water. So water is just a staple in our body. And also our brain needs water to function properly. So we have neurons in the brain and they communicate and fire and talk to each other. And if we're dehydrated, they're not going to fire as fast. And that's going to leave us feeling a little fatigued and brain foggy. So if you do feel like you have a hard time getting through the day without drinking like coffee or (laughs) like you're just tired to start to drink more water and that may help you um, feel better throughout the day. And, you know, when we're dehydrated, that's causing physical stress on the body 
And the body doesn't know the difference between physical and mental stress. So we might feel it as like actual stress, but that could be because we are not fully hydrated. So nothing's functioning as better. So our body kind of goes into stress mode of like, hello, we're not functioning properly. I don't know what to do. I don't like it. So that could relate to fatigue. And then also then we kind of get the water storage and bloat. If we don't get enough water, um, it'll kind of retain, we'll retain more water because our body's like, well, I don't know when you're going to give me anymore. So drinking water will help flush everything out, clear toxins and help you to lose weight. The second tip that I have for you today is eat breakfast. And there's two things here. Um, Breakfast should be your biggest meal of the day. If we're looking at like a pyramid, you need to have your, like you want your body shape to be the way that you eat. So like your biggest meal is going to be in the morning. And then like, as your day goes, they get smaller. And if you eat a big breakfast, honestly, it will help. It'll help you stay fuller longer. It's going to help with start with jumpstart your metabolism, getting that in the morning. And then make sure you get protein in there. 100% we need protein. And especially if you want to lose fat, we need to build muscle. So we need that protein to build muscle. So, um, I have been using for the last couple of weeks, a service called Cali fit meals. And I'm not sure if I'm affiliated, but <laughs> whatever anyway, but Cali fit meals delivers meals right to your door. And they're all, I mean, they're between 1200 and 1400 calories, depending, but their breakfasts are never enough for me. So then I usually add chicken and eggs, and then I'm good to go for the whole entire day. So again, protein, like that protein is going to fill you up. You could do chicken, eggs, arugula with it, eat a little bit of oatmeal, but make sure you're eating a big breakfast and that's going to help with your metabolism. And then also, um, just keep you fuller for longer. And then when it comes to that food, if you're not sure how many calories that you're getting in, track it, (laughs) track it. I know it sucks, but, and I know it's annoying and it can be tedious, but if you're not where you want to be with your weight, with your health, where your fitness You have to start doing things that you're not used to doing. And one of those things might be calories. And honestly, you would be surprised how quickly calories add up. I mean, hundred percent. If you have one really bad cheat meal that can really throw off. If you eat an extra thousand calories, a pound of fat is 3,500 calories. So think, think about if you have oh, an extra 400 here, an extra 400, there, it's going to add up really quick. So track it. My fitness pal is something that I've used in the past to help track my food. And I think it's great. I think it's easy. And then you can save foods in there as well. And again, just what are you willing to do to finally get to where you want to go? And if you're someone who's been trying to lose 10, 20 pounds for years or months, but still haven't done it, what have you not changed? And have you been consistent with that change? If you have tried to make the changes when we're starting to lose weight, it takes about four to six weeks for you to even start to see a change or somebody, sorry, it'll take four to six weeks for somebody else to start seeing that you're changing. And it'll take you more like six to eight weeks to see something's changing. So we have to be patient and we have to be consistent. Okay. Patience and consistency. 
and persistence. <laughs> Get all the consistence and persistence in there. Um, so again, what are you willing to do? You know, like is the pain of carrying 10, 20 extra pounds worse than having a little bit of discipline and, and can you carry on doing the same things that you're doing day in and day out and see different results. And that reminds me of the, I think it was Einstein, but like the definition of insanity is doing the same things over and over, but expecting different results. And again, coming to, you have to do it for an extended amount of time. We can't just do it for one week or two weeks or three weeks or even a month. Like it's gotta be like three, four months that we have to be consistent with this kind of stuff. And I know that you're thinking like, what, you're not, I'm not going to go <laughs> four months without having a glass of wine or cheating on a cheat meal. Think about an 80, 20 rule and even break it down. So let's, you know, if you've got 35 meals in a week and you have two cheat meals, that's not, you're rowing the boat in the right direction. So that'll still get you, get you going in the right place, but also being mindful of what you are doing when you are cheating on your meals. It's like a cheat day or is it a cheat meal? Cause that's going to make a huge difference. And a good little tad bit with that is with the food. If you feel guilty, you shouldn't be doing it. And if you don't feel guilty, then it might be okay. So touching on protein one more time, 30 to 50 grams per meal will be totally fine. And again, we are, we are muscle and the more muscle we have, the higher our metabolism is and the higher metabolism is the more calories that we burn, the more calories that we burn, it's going to help burn fat. And so the more muscle it increases the metabolism, when we have more muscle, it burns more fat at rest. So Protein is a must. Don't be afraid of it. Ladies, do not be afraid of bulking up. If you're eating more protein and lifting more weights, it is absolutely not going to happen. I've gone through where I've lifted 200 pounds off the floor and pulling hundred pounds. And I have not bulked up ever. It's not going to happen unless you're taking steroids and intentionally trying to bulk up. It's not going to happen. Speaking of weights, if you are, if you have been using the same weights and same resistance for months and have not changed that up, it is time to change that up. Our body will get used to the stimulus that we use. So if you're someone who's been using five pounds for the last year, if you're someone who's been only using 10 pounds for the last year and you have not increased the weight at all, it is time because your body is used to that stimulus. And when your body is used to that stimulus, it's going to stop making changes. So that's why it's important to use a periodization type program where you are changing what you're doing, but you also have to change the weights that you're using as well. And that's why, that's why people do like a hypertrophy phase and then they do a stabilization phase and then they do a power phase. So they're all, they're all different types of movements and they each have different sets and reps and time. But again, if we're using the same weights for every single phase, it's not going to provide the results that we are looking for. Coming back to, again, you're not going to bulk up. It is actually going to help your metabolism. It's going to help your bones. It's going to help your joints. And you're actually going to feel better from doing it. And honestly, 
I'll give you my little perspective as well of there has been a time where I've, I've gone almost a year without lifting heavy and, and I couldn't, I noticed a change immediately as soon as I started lifting heavy again, because my body got used to these small waves. But as soon as I put on this new stimulus and this new taxing on my nervous system and my muscles, my body's like, Oh, Oh, we're going to build some muscle now. Huh? And then I immediately slimmed down. So think about extra weights. I think the adjustable dumbbells are a great way to go. I mean, if you can put a squat rack in your house, however, it's not feasible for a lot. So the adjustable dumbbells that go up to, there's some that go up to 50 pounds. Don't be scared about it either. Don't be scared of 50 pounds. Even if you're 70 or you're 60 or you're 50 or you're 80, do not be afraid of that. That's it's, you won't get hurt. You just got to know what you're doing, doing it right. That's where a coach come in because it's going to help your bone density and your joints. And you are going to feel better. Next is next tip is prioritize your sleep. All right. Sleeping. If you're not getting enough sleep, you are automatically already telling your body to store fat. When we don't get enough sleep, our stress hormone cortisol is elevated and cortisol tells our body to store fat. And if we're not getting enough sleep, we're not getting the physical repair that our body needs. And we're not getting the psychological and mental repair that our body needs either. So they say eight hours for a reason. There is a science behind it. And I think sometimes we wear lack of sleep, like a badge of honor, like, oh, I was up till two o'clock in the morning doing this. If that is you on a consistent basis, time to reevaluate and prioritize your sleep. Okay. Um, and then this comes back to like with the water and everything too. So like, if, if we're not getting enough sleep and not getting the psychological repair, then we're not getting the physical repair. And then we're already going to be fatigued. Then we're going to dump more stimulants of coffee and things into our body to be able to hype it up. And those things just throw our body out of whack. And then we eat sugary food to give us more energy and things like that. And it's just, it's not good. So we need sleep and protein. <laughs> Um, last thing I want to touch on is fruit and also carbs and sugar in the same thing. We all know that we should not be eating sugary things, but I think sometimes we think fruit is okay. However, fruit is also sugar and yes, it's a natural form of sugar, but it's still sugar. And if we're eating sugar, your insulin spikes. And if you don't have anything to regulate that, it's just going to tell your body to store fat. So once you cut out sugar for an extended period of time, you'll notice a difference And it takes three days for us to get rid of our sugar cravings. So I would highly recommend you challenge yourself to at least three days of not having any sugar or alcohol. Alcohol turns into sugar too. And try to try to curb that craving because we come, we become addicted to it. And it might be because we're not getting enough protein or we're not getting enough water. We're not getting enough sleep. So once you cut it out and then you reintroduce it, you will notice that your taste buds are just like, Oh my gosh, I cannot believe that I've been eating something this sugary. And you'll find that with, um, fruit and, or any kind of other sugary stuff. The other thing related to that too is that when you do eat sugar, especially later in the day, and you don't have anything else in your stomach, your body wants more food because you just spiked your insulin. So you just 
spiked your insulin and then your body wants to regulate itself and put more food in. And I'll tell you every time I even have a piece of fruit right after I immediately want protein. But if I were not to have, have that at all, I wouldn't want either of those. So maybe you do something like add lemon to your water or, um, I don't, if, if you really need the craving kind of get in tune with yourself and ask, why am I craving this? Have I had enough water? Have I enough protein? Am I tired? Do I need more energy rather than just mindlessly going into the brain taking us go, like let your inner guidance tell you what you need rather than you, your brain or head saying, Oh, let's get some sugar. Cause it's time. <laughs> so I hope this helped kind of reviewing here. We're going to go make sure you're drinking enough water, half of your body weight in ounces, breakfast, biggest meal of the day, track your food, please. Um, protein helps with satiety and muscle building and more muscles can help you burn more fat and then increase your weights. If you have not increased your weights in a long time, it is time. And also if you've not changed up your program at all. So if you've been doing the same types of exercises for you know, months at a time, it's time to switch what we're doing. Cause your body's like, I know how to do this. We don't need to make any changes. So you want to tax the nervous system. Um, and then we want to sleep, make sure that we're sleeping and then watch your sugar and fruit intake. So thanks for tuning in. If you have any questions, always here, Always want to be a resource for you to help guide you to your personal and professional potential. And if you would like to learn more about any of our programs, head to worldofwellness.center. We have a self-study program. We've got live group training. We've got an executive health and fitness coaching and then also workplace wellness. So head in there. Make sure you like, subscribe, and share if you like this episode. And we'll see you next time to get fit, feel good, have fun.